Welcome back to another episode of Studio Flow. About a week ago, I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by Sarah J. What's oh what up? Oh my goodness! I was gonna say what's good. <laughs> you you said you said uh, you said as if uh, we were gonna be like yo, stop the presses. That's not your your catchphrase. Many Fontaines here. Yes, sir. How's everybody doing this week, man? I, I want to I want to get a temperature check because this yo, <laughs> I didn't think it was Wednesday. This week has been long for me, Sarah. You've been yeah. off work. Yeah, but my days off are never a day off. <sighs> That's the worst. I, I, I don't know. I, I I get like getting things done. But I do, I do like when I can take a day off and I don't have to do nothing. But yeah, like, that's what I need—a day off with nothing to do. Man, I I think next year I'm going to request off this week because getting ready for the school year is so much work. I got text so much today about this teacher need this desk, this teacher need this chair, and I t- and I tweeted about this yesterday. The amount of punishment the companies dole out to their quote-unquote good workers to make up for their incompetent workers is ridiculous. Every company does that. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday yeah, yeah, do. I'm walking, and he said, oh, I need you to get a desk in such and such area, and then I need you to get a desk in this, blah, blah, blah. Then he paused, and he said, I know these aren't your rooms, but if I told the other guys to do it, it probably won't get done. So I'm like, you punishing me because I know how to do work. <laughs> so they get to do less. I was yeah. like, all right, man. All right, I, I, I was like, all right, next year, school starting up. I'm taking that week off, and I'm relaxing. I'm like, yeah, you had me the whole summer. I ain't finna do this no more. Uh, well, yeah, where would y'all like to start? We have a long list. This week been so long, I forgot about Nick Cannon. I was like, yo, shit, we didn't talk about Nick Cannon. <laughs> like, you want to get Nick Cannon out the way before we get the real shit? Let's get Nick Cannon <laughs> the out, real the way, shit. Out, out the way. <laughs> he had a Breakfast Club interview promoting Wildin' Out. Wildin' Out had a little bit of controversy. I don't know if y'all saw that. Uh, also, Jesse, Jesse Wu. Wu, Jesse Wu. Uh, yo, people, you know what? And I get, I have to, I have to. You have to understand that everybody doesn't see everything. So Jesse Wu, I don't, I don't know the segment because I'm not, I, I don't watch Wildin' Out. I think it's a cool show. It just never that brand of comedy never got connected with me. And they were doing, I guess, voicemails, and she was doing it in um, a Whitney Houston one. And Jesse Wu could actually sing, so the crowd was cheering when she got up to it. And then she's like, uh, "What was she doing?" And I, I'll always love you. And she's building up, and she's like, "And I'm dead." And if you see this clip, Manny Fontaine, what do you mean dead? Like it's in what? Dead? Like, like Whitney Houston is dead. She was doing a voicemail, like she was doing a voicemail message as Whitney Houston. Oh my gosh! Okay. Okay. So when they do this clip, they shoot over to um. Oh, fam, I can't even remember his name. 85 South dude. Nat Carlos Miller. Nat Chico Bean. Come on. Yo, I don't. We haven't really? watched that watch show in years. <laughs> Justin, the, come on. Crowd, the, help me. The one dude everybody know. DC Young Fly. Y'all know who that is. Okay, oh. okay thank you. Yeah. Why don't you say, you gotta say his catchphrase and I would have got I have, I have no idea what his catchphrase is. All right. He had this face like, oh my God, I can't believe he fell out. And I was like, Okay, so then she got this backlash, and it was a side, a side to Nick Cannon. And you know what the first thing I thought of? I said, if y'all was mad at that joke, where was the vitriol? <laughs> I only feel like only Bobby Brown said something. When, uh, what was it? Pusha T used her, her what was it, her room as his album cover? Yeah. They're, they're like, how will they oh, found yeah. her dead? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, stop it, stop it. But Nick Cannon, back to Nick Cannon. It's not the number of kids, though. I guess people question the different baby mothers. That's what. Well, it why is. do people question that? I mean, because it like it's that's a Eurocentric concept when you think about the the ideas of like it's, you're supposed to have this one person for the rest of your life, and really that's just a classified property when you think about it. I mean, like when you go into that mindset, if we really talk in that talk. Like, just the idea that a man should have one woman. We shouldn't have anything. I have no ownership over this person. Like, if we're really talking about how we coexist and how we populate, it's about what exchange can we create together. So I've never really subscribed to that mentality. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I understand the institution of marriage and stuff, but if we go back to what that was about, that was the classified property. That was because one father gave another man his daughter for land. So when you really get to that concept, it's like, all right, well, we got to change all of this up because I don't want ownership over anybody. I don't have ownership of any of the uh, mothers or... Got on to Breakfast Club and was talking about why he has all these kids. He basically was saying, um, 
it's up to these women and I use the condom in the beginning, but I don't use it all the time. Once I get to know them, I get my blood tested all the time because I got lupus. I'm not having kids because I'm about to die. And then when they got to talking about marriage, he said, uh, marriage is a contract and that's a European construct. And, and, um, you know, back in the day, marriage- and that's where I was like, he sounded like the muffin babies, the adults. That was muffin babies, peanuts. That's Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah, that's Charlie Brown. Whichever yeah. one, he sounded like them. You couldn't see him, couldn't understand them. It and, was just like... And, 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 and listen, it, no Angela Yee was there, which I feel like you always need to have Angela Yee when you got Angela one. Angela Yee asked the best questions. Yeah. Uh, Charlemagne, it wasn't a... To be, yeah, he let, now, he let people cook, but Charlemagne and DJ Envy did say they enjoy being married and stuff like that. And he said, that's cool, but I feel like when you're married, you got to put God first in your relationship. Not, you know, you can't just do it. And I said, oh, all right, so does God not need to be there for the kids? Like, you can have, you can, he can't make that commitment, but he can make he commitment making, to the kids. He was making up the worst excuse for it, though. It sounded real stupid and idiotic. Why couldn't you just say, yo, I like having sex with a lot of women. I like to spread No, he didn't, want, he didn't want to do that part. He was like, it's not because I have access to vagina. I mean, I've been had, and I was like, okay. But the whole thing. But it is that. Like, I just, listen. And it's it okay. Is that, <laughs> it's okay. No, it's okay to just say that. Like, why do you have to tell us European contract? Con- Which in the, I like, wish I really wish they would be like, marriage existed before Europe was a concept. Or white, you know, uh, what was it? Colonialism colonialism was a concept people have been getting married for years and like marriage existed in all sorts of india cultures uh well i was gonna say asian but you know india is southeast asian uh but, but y'all know what i mean africa had marriage it's like it wasn't just like white people invented marriage and yes you're right that at one point marriage was yo here's my daughter give me some goat in the land but that's not what marriage is for the for the most part today and today, marriage can yeah. be whatever you want it to be that's your yeah. relationship with it like I'm not I'm not gonna knock you if you like. And he just about- really wanted to say I don't I'm not gonna marry none of these women, but they can have my baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that then, nobody like- nobody asked him that. Like we, these women are worthy to be mothers of your kids, but they're not worthy to be and wives to you. That's <laughs> where Angela Yee would have came in. She would have asked him a good question like that, like because somebody need to ask him how do you have time for all these children? Yo, yeah, because he have money. He said that though. He said, uh, "What did he say?" He said. Oh, ask all the money. I'm I'm always at all the games. I'm like, and they didn't give any cook any pushback on that. But I'm like, you can't be. It's impossible. Like, what it's do you do when eight, when they when, when yeah, they have when games at the same time? How yeah. do you like? You can't do that. And he could have fired back. Well, you know, you know, there's families that have two or three kids, and one has a ballet recital, and one has a. Ba- that's cool, but this is of your doing now. You created the, you're yeah. creating the quote unquote mess. Or what if you go to a recital, then you want to go see Truckosaurus that night? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yo, yeah. You don't got the money to pay for the edge of the seat that you need. Uh, yeah. So Nick Cannon, that that's that's that for that situation. These uh, famous black dudes, man, they be such embarrassments. They the only like between him, Future. And money bag yo, there's oh, twenty four kids. I didn't put listen, I didn't put future in in this, but I guess one of his baby mamas said that he said some disgusting thing and like you ain't shit or something like that. She put a message, she has receipts of it. But Yeah, it, show the text. I'm not yeah, shocked at future's behavior. I'm just I mean, I'm I'm not giving him a pass. I don't when it comes to women in relationships, there's a lot of rappers I would not take advice from or don't aspire to be. That's just who it is. I'm like, man, you make bops. I'm not, you are not, you not, no, you not in a relationship guru to me. Uh, yeah, I want to jump into Lizzo and let's get the big stuff out the way then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lizzo, we, Lizzo. We, I mean, there's a couple of other things we could talk about, but I feel like these were the biggest, the big topics of the week. I have people who have something. something mean to say about you. And for the most part, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't care. I just think when uh, I'm working this hard, my, my tolerance gets lower. My patience is lower. I'm more sensitive. And it gets to me. I this is my thing about Lizzo. So Lizzo okay, So Lizzo so Lizzo made a video about okay. how she is getting all this backlash and she says a lot of fat phobia coming her way 
and it's getting hard. She said people going out their way and well, aside, you don't go out your way because back in the day when we were young and you had beef with somebody, you had to go pull out a piece of paper, write a letter, stamp it. Like nowadays I could just hop on Twitter and at you. That's not going out my way. But my thing that stuck out to me before we do this discussion was you just released a song Friday. It didn't even, the weekend was barely over before you felt attacked. And I'm like, but the song, you talk shit. You know, you, could you imagine, like, could y'all imagine the hardcore gangsters person just dropped one of the, if 50 Cent had just dropped Get Rich or Die Trying about Monday, he was in tears, emotional. We'd be like, are you hard or not? You know, and then, it, and, and, and I'm not saying you can't feel something, because obviously you can feel. But when you say, I don't, like, I think this hard to, to, um, I guess concept like get this concept of who Lizzo is because Lizzo tells us so much that she loves her body she is who she is I am big I'm black I'm proud but then the moment that somebody criticizes her she feels it and I just take that let's do it let's do it with if I, I tell if a man says I love my wife she is my rock she is my rib I do anything for her and then somebody be like your wife ain't all that then he gets emotional you be like bro do you love your wife or do you want everybody else to love your wife or love you loving your wife. What is it? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like Lizzo, if you're an emotional being, to be emotional. But you can't talk shit. You can't say, like, yo, I'm proud of who I am. And then the moment somebody criticizes you about it, uh, you're in tears. I'm not saying she can't be emotional. Um, because, you know, I, I don't know if it's a gimmick or what. I don't know. Because the song did just come out, and now we have this issue. And I'm not saying that she hasn't been living in this skin the whole time. Big people... Big people go through this. <laughs> yeah. People are afraid of big people, like just as in, oh my gosh. And there's so many different ways you do you deal with this energy all the time. You know, so I don't I understand it being overwhelming for her, but I I do say like, where's your self-care at? You know, and I'm not saying she can't have a she's not entitled to a moment where she has a meltdown. That's all good and fine, but it's just like People are watching you, man. And yeah. if you people are giving if you give the if you give the evil energy praise, that evil energy gets bigger and bigger and I, bigger and bigger. You you're touching on something I think that that's what bothered me about it. I was like, damn, Lizzo, you uh, you're out here pulling your heart out and uh, and, 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 and 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 spilling out your guts and telling everybody what's going through. I said, but the people who caused this loving it. They're either like, hell yeah, look how I got this chick in her feelings. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, you know, and, and you know, like you went to the you went to uh, L.A. Lakers game and chaps and shit. Like yo, like a and thong. she brought that up in the song. <laughs> so like, I'm just like, yeah. So I'm just like, you know, I don't know. I guess we should let Sarah talk about this. Lead us in a way. What are you? What are your thoughts on this? Sarah? I think the th- I think the thing is is that people aren't just letting her be her. I mean, despite if she's doing it for attention or not, why can't she just do what she wants to do? I think she can. Yeah. I think she's letting she's allowing them to get to her. Yeah, but like, I'm pretty sure with all the half naked photos she's been posting before this song and her trolling Chris Evans and everything like that, you know, I'm pretty sure that she has ignored a lot. And sometimes, yeah, you know, you could, got to her. yeah, and sometimes it could just take one, you could just be having a day and read a comment. And you, that's all, and that's what it, all it does. It could just, I think we need to get down where we're, we're coming Yeah, from. you got, listen, I, we let a lot of things bother us and our, and our, and our mental is so fragile. Why yeah, do y'all we, y'all saw, so Lil, y'all saw Lil Wayne said he's been, had mental health issues since he was 10, like when he committed, tried to commit suicide or whatever, I think 10 yeah. or 12. And I would yeah. believe that. Well, go ahead, Sarah. Well, in, you know, in all fairness, why does why do I need you to con- comment on my Instagram? You gonna here's, like it or not? Here's a, here's the thing though, if you you have to, be, I think the important thing is being self aware. The moment you realize that a stranger can hurt your feelings, I think you should admit that. It's like if you don't admit it, how you're gonna be able to fix it, right? You can you can be a functional alcoholic, but if you don't think you have a problem, you're never gonna fix it. If she admits that. Yo, or whoever admits like, yo, this shit get to me. Cut them fucking comments off and and, say, and dare somebody. Remember, Drake did that. Drake has never yeah. put his shit back on. But Drake the, comments off. Drake's that's comments are off to only people he follows. I used yeah. to follow Drake just to see what he was up to. I can't comment in none, none of his stuff. No, none of can't. it. And, yeah, and, and that's it, cool. And that's he, he's smart to be. Yeah. Listen, 
your flaws are the most beautiful thing you have because it teaches you how to how to turn your flaws into Teflon. Like you have to, like you know, whatever you feel insecure about is to help you help you become more aware of who you are and where where to find beauty at. You know, it's not for anybody else to give it to you though. That's our misconception. We want everybody else to accept us, but we don't accept ourselves. She does a good job at accepting herself. She does. Uh, she does, uh, amazing does, job she, does she or is she pretending? Uh, it, that's what I'm about to get to. Go ahead. She does a good job of accepting herself. And then all of a sudden, no, that house of cards fall right down. And it's like, where did you lose sight of yourself? You know, because, yo, you take your eye off the ball for one second, that ball hits you dead in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but the yo, thing is, too, I mean, you got to understand, like, she did this interview on uh, Good Morning America after this. I think it was like today or something like that or yesterday. And you got to understand, like, if you were a big black woman in the music industry, it was very hard for you to be at the forefront. She's breaking. I think it's hard for any big black person. She's truthfully. <laughs> what? Notorious Big? Rick Ross? Listen, you could say it as in rap. You think you think Biggie didn't have a hard time accepting his weight? But he had to accept he it. He did, he though. Did. Black and ugly he as had, ever, like, however. So he accepted it. You're yeah. right. We make it look like it seems like it's simple, and I'm not. I'm and not Rick Ross did too, because Rick Ross had to take that shirt off. Yeah, he, he was did. just like, you and, go, yo, you gonna love people me? People still call him fat. Yeah, some people still call people still call Jay Z. We all have. Yeah, history. remember Jay Z was a camel. Ugly as shit. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, it's, I was ugly, and they wouldn't touch me. No, <laughs> see, I don't. Uh, I'm not gonna sign up for this because I hate when we pin black man against black woman. No, we're no, not. We we're all. not pinning. We're not pinning them against each other. But if you look at her interview, what she said was right. You got to think about it. You know, there there's just been multiple times where a big black woman with a voice is in the background all the time. They're always overshadowed. You can't be in the music video because you're a big black yeah, woman. That, uh, or you could, doing it. Yeah, doing yeah. it. Uh, remember a CNC Music Factory? Good yeah. Vibration. Was it? No, was that Marky Mark? Whatever CNC Music Factory did, and they had the black th- thin model in there singing. Yeah. You know, Marshall Walsh did a lot of background vocals and was never at the forefront. You know who brought her to the forefront after Weather Girls? Prince. You guys mm-hmm. got to, I mean, you got to think about that. I mean, could you imagine... Jermaine, if you were a better lyricist than John, but John is the one in the front of the camera rapping your lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's the same thing. And she's saying like, yo, you know, we come to the forefront and, you know, I'm trying to make strides for, you know, big black women and someone's still trying to tear me down because they but don't think I look good enough. But that, you know what? I understand what she's saying. I agree with her. But there's always going to be somebody who's going to tell you down. Like, oh, yeah, here's, here's, here's a quick aside. And I, I was say this. Go ahead. Me and Jonathan are saying this in, in, in encouragement of her, not as in. Oh, I don't know. Like, Yo, I don't me. go out my way. Like, Lizzo was cool. I, I, I yeah. said on this podcast, I think Lizzo was going to make music again because she was such a big personality. And when I heard the song, I was like, this song is all right, but it don't sound like nothing you better. You called than her the new Megan Trainer. Yeah, because Megan Trainor made that one album, and she was like, uh, oh, yeah, she, she, she did come back, but she was like, yeah. she was on the voice and stuff. I'm like, yo, just like Cardi, it might Cardi might not make another album. It's not yeah. a knock on people. Yeah, just yeah, like, yo, if I can make the fact so that I just watched the Suicide Squad, John Cena, he gonna wrestle at SummerSlam on Saturday, but yo, he realized what The Rock realized: the money is in these movies. I don't need to be doing this. I can make more money and, I'm, and it's safer. And Cardi gonna be like, yo, I can be a personality and make money, and I ain't gotta deal with. You deal with a different level of criticism, but who was it? Um, who always like Tyler Perry deals with that kind of criticism? Or like, you're not a good writer. You're not a good this. So what? Oh well, I'm gonna just keep doing what I'm doing. A lot, uh, Kevin Hart, you're not that good of an actor, and blah, blah blah. Oh well, I'm gonna keep making these movies. It don't really matter once you establish your fan base. Music is fickle because your fan base gets older and they want the old shit. Movies yeah. and TV, you can, you know, somebody's gonna be watching that. Tyler Perry bought about the House of Pain. I'm like, who? Jason right, Statham must have a huge fan base thing because he basically plays the same character in every forever, movie. Forever, <laughs> balding white guy that can fight. Yeah, who's like, what is he like? An undercover agent, a security guard, all this other stuff. Let me give y'all this quote and see what y'all say about this. I found this online. It says, I say this as a Lizzo fan, but it's gotten to the point that her antics overshadow her music. Lizzo pulls these controversial, cringy publicity stunts claiming she's confident slash loves her body. Then when she she gets negative feedback, she does the online crying thing. Wash, rinse, repeat. 
I think she averages this performance at least once a month. And then somebody else said, oh, maybe this is the same person. Social media is not therapy. She has the financial means to get quality help with, which uh, she obviously needs. Cardi B, who once called a black woman a roach and sings such inspirational songs like WAP can fuck off. Oh. <laughs> so I oh, couldn't let that, that part crazy. out. I couldn't <laughs> let that part out. I didn't know how I'm going to be reading. Uh, um, I, th- I did I, see a lot of other stars stand up for her, and that's cool. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm here for the therapy part. I'm, it, listen, it don't got to be, it never has to be Lizzo. I'm never like grabbing my phone and crying. I'm like, what is that? How does that help anything? Especially if you have the means to go talk to somebody. You either have to have a therapist or in those times when you can't get to your therapist because it's scheduled or whatever, have a friend that you be like, yo, this is really tough, blah, blah. And your friend be like, don't worry about it. Your song's doing well. You're a great person. I know who you are. Because I think that's the biggest thing. We depend with, on social media to feed that's us the, way too much. Yeah, I was saying, like, straight, like, the you, what is Charlemagne's dad? Like, you're not as great as everybody says you are. You're not as bad as everybody says you are. You're in the middle. And you got to yeah. sometimes have that mentality and don't let strangers stroke your ego or bring you down. Like, it's cool if somebody's like, yo, we enjoy the pod. It's also cool if somebody said, fuck y'all pod. Yeah, All right, cool. <laughs> Whatever. I, but so, I can't, but it, but I, like, I can't I be crumbled. Both energies live out there. They're both in they're both in the world. And we need not run from it. We need just to understand that Acknowledge it's meant it. to deter us. Yeah. Just I just wanted to be great. I just want to keep doing the same things, feeling the same way about itself. You know, and if this is just a blunder in the road, then that's okay. And, and yeah, it's I remember cool. there was somebody's like she got backlash for going on a diet. So like and and, and again. Lizzo got backlash for being big. Lizzo got backlash for going to die. Lizzo got backlash for wearing the, the the her ass out of the Lakers game. Lizzo got backlash for twerking on that Diddy thing. Lizzo, I was like, I'm not saying she can't get backlash or you, she she's like you know immune from that. I'm just saying you don't have to react to every one of them, and you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. And to me, I'm really surprised that these um, artists run their own social medias. Because if we were, low, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. If I was famous, there'd be somebody tweeting on behalf of John Robinson. Uh, if I needed to tweet, or y'all probably just tweet like, "Yo, podcast going live, blah blah." I don't like that. We aren't supposed to be as accessible as we are, and a lot of people be like, "Why do you have the do not disturb at nine o'clock?" Don't because I'm yo, I'm Big Red. My office hours are from <laughs> nine to five. Like yo, the, the, there's oh, yeah, no John need. Is never the person to call it. In case no, there's no need to be accessible twenty four seven, and we allow this when we have our cell phones. I miss them days where you can go out and be like, I ain't got no phone on me. I'm out here yeah. living my life. But Those were exciting days. We grew up in a, a great, exciting time. Man. Yeah, we were the uh, last generation before internet. And now every generation has grown up with the internet. And they and look how like things have come out. Uh, man, that's, that's another story. Um, real quick before we leave, Lizzo, did y'all, what did y'all think about Rumors? I, I, I said I thought it was a cool song, but wasn't nothing great. I, and before y'all chime in, Cardi never adds anything to me. I think Cardi verses are cool, but I never look forward for a Cardi feature. I look forward more to a Cardi new song than I do a feature from Cardi. Y'all feel the same way? Do y'all ever get excited for a feature of Cardi? I just like, uh, okay. I know know exactly how she's going to come at the track. I wish she would focus on that more. I wish her the best. Um, But but yeah. yeah, Sarah, what did you think about rumors? Um... I just need to listen to it once. I mean, if it comes on the radio, I might listen to it. If it gets overplayed on the radio, I'm switching it. But um, I don't think it should It should have been like her breakout single. She needs another no, juice. Definitely. No replay value at all. Yeah, like, that's how I feel. That's it. Even, yeah. with the, even with the video, though. I watched the video and I was just like, yeah, uh, yeah. The video feel like more of like an update on Cardi's pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw these videos be coming out. While while I was talking about music, I listened to uh Benny the Butcher's Pyrex Picasso. I listened to uh what else was it? Bodie James, um, Bo Jackson, and then last week I listened to uh Davies Hoffa. And I don't know I don't know if it's cool. It's cool. This is the thing, though. Both all three of these rappers are in the same kind of realm of you getting drug tales, hardcore shit. But I put them in a tier below Pusha T and Freddie Gibbs because Pusha T and Freddie Gibbs emote more, right? Mm-hmm. When they cut on the track and give you my the drug tales, their voice had reflections. And I saw this article where Dave East was said 
J. Cole told him that you are monotone. So he tried it. He said on, on Hoffa, he changed it up a little. I really didn't notice that much. It just felt like the, the same. And, and I was like, that gets that wears on the listener's ear sometimes when you're like, oh, but when Pusha T, like, here's a, here's a, here's a, here's a, an example I'll give you guys. A hypothetical. If I was in a room with all of them and they all were telling me stories about their lives, Pusha and Freddie Gibbs are going to make me laugh. Because Pusha T, especially, is going to make faces. You could when he says "yuck," you know what his face looks like. Everybody else is just too cool for school when they tell a story. Yeah, like yeah. Bodie James, Dave East, and uh, Benny, like y'all just cool as fuck. Yeah, now, they just be, sitting on the stoop. Yeah, they might be telling funny, a story, but then that funny on purpose. Where Pusha T and Freddie, especially Freddie, Freddie gives funny too. Yeah, they're definitely more. They, yeah, in their rhyme, and that comes favorite. across. Yeah. Um. Let me see, let me see. Oh, so DJ Khaled um, had COVID. He survived that. Did y'all know that? Did y'all know that DJ Khaled no. had COVID? I had no idea. And I think he, uh, I saw an article where he said he, he thanked God. Let's uh, see. DJ Khaled celebrates him and his family recovering from COVID-19. God is the greatest. DJ Khaled shared a message on Instagram and wrote, fan love comma all our friends and family thank you for your calls and prayers my family and i recovered from covid and we're all good now god is the god is the greatest god loves god love us and we love god thank you everyone we the best uh i didn't even know he had it It but listen but he did say um he did go on to say thank you uh thank you grateful for all the love thank you thank you grateful for all the love, grateful for everyone checking in on my family and I. Please be safe out there. Please take care of yourself. Thank you to doctors. Thank you, Dovey. Thank you to my queen. Thank you, Rose, about the Rock Nation. Thank everybody. I don't know what Rock Nation Epic Reppers do. But then Jim Jones got COVID as well. Why do y'all think these... All right, I want to ask y'all this. Why do y'all think DJ Khaled and Jim Jones, who both... Well, Jim Jones got COVID right now. I hope he, he recovers. Said it, it put a poll on him are afraid to tell people to take the vaccine. Like, they'll just say, take care of yourself. <laughs> oh, or no, Jim Jones, gave mean, it. Jim Jones is a funny one. Does. Jim Jones does the, uh, he started off his video with, COVID's real. Bruh, we, I didn't need you to get COVID to know COVID was real. It's like, y'all, yo, COVID got me, so now it's real. I'm I like, think that um, with these artists, I mean, I just don't understand. They should, I mean, they can go to the Walgreens down a mile from their house and get the vaccine. I mean, they want to be out here promoting music and doing verses and stuff i i mean i don't understand but i feel like part of the reason why they're like oh go get the vaccine is because they have these mild symptoms so they're like well i could beat i could get this and beat it you know just like i could possibly get the flu i I've, I've had yeah, the flu i what, beat uh, it you know that's what Layla ali said you know just trust your immune system and hope it i'm like no. no the funniest part is with that Layla ali i was like Layla, would you trust your immune system to herpes we just your immune system. Our immune system don't get us don't get rid of gonorrhea, herpes, chlamydia. But you want me to trust my immune system? Like nobody is like. And I, I tweeted. I was like, was the eighties like this? Was was know, was, was, was were people think, like, yo, I, I ain't wearing no condom, man. My immune system is immaculate. I ain't worried about it. I think like, Jim Jones, for the safety of his family, he should have got vaccinated. Vaccinated. No, I like, think Jim Jones should have got vaccinated if he agreed to do a versus. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing, like, no I'm, so, yeah, yeah, that's what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's traveling a lot. He performs a lot. How the hell do you not get vaccinated? You know, if Layla Ali is sitting in her house, in her in her mansion, chilling and staying away from people, then I can't say nothing about that. I really can't. Like, all like, all, like, all I can like, say, no, listen, all I can say is to those people, do you don't well, you give don't out think, don't give well, out health yeah, advice no, a lot of people do that they'd be like yo build up your immune yeah. system and i'm like fam you're health see, she's an thing. athlete you you're healthy you as hell <laughs> that's my thing you talk too much first of all you have way too much access so you're you're not living the life that we live like some people got to get out here and get it that's like that's what they gotta uh, get on the bus they have to get on an uber they have to get they have to go to that walgreens they have to go to that that grocery store. They have to go to Walmart. Yeah, so they don't like, have a personal like, shopper, a chef that's yeah, coming in. And they can't keep the distance. You just yeah. can't. I just don't understand. Okay, so the vaccine has officially been out eight months now, right? Give or take. Uh -huh. It's been out that long. No one who has gotten the vaccine has been like, 
you haven't heard of anyone dying from the vaccine. You heard of more people dying from getting COVID. Well, they have, but like most people, the majority of people who have died from the vaccine have been over sixty-five. And in, in rare cases, have been have been younger people. But it, it's very not rare. enough to keep us like afraid of the vaccine. Yeah, exactly. People saying. treat the vaccine. The people treat the vaccine the opposite of the the of, um, the lottery. They'll throw out some stats like, "Yo, man, you still can die." If you get the they're vaccine, like get the shot. But I was like, you don't do that like with the lottery. You don't be like, yo, I, like the odds of you winning the lottery is one to a million. You don't be like, I'm about to play because I, st- I still could win. Like, no. Yeah, <laughs> if I play five lines, then it's five to a million. So yeah. I just increase my odds. Yeah, you're, you're, you're still low, and they still that they want to play that card. I'm like, stop. St- we're not doing that. Um, yeah. what else I got on my list, man? I got some things. Um, oh, you know what? I forgot to bring up Beyonce. Because Beyonce did this Vogue interview. And uh, do I have the quote? I guess I got to open up the Vogue the Vogue thing. Because she said something really dope in here. And I'm not talking about the part where people were like, Beyonce is a Virgo and she likes to be private. So I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, Whatever. Stop, stop doing that. Uh, where it is. So there's a few things. She said. I wanted to break all the stereotypes of a black superstar, whether falling victim to drugs or alcohol or the absurd misconception that black women were angry. I knew I was given this amazing opportunity and felt like I had one shot. I refused to mess it up, but I had to give up a lot. So, uh, no, no, no. I don't care about this part. It's one of the, Oh, this is her keeping her inner peace. Check this out. She said, we live in a world with few boundaries and a lot of access. There are so many internet therapists, comment critics and experts with no expertise our reality can be warped because it's based on a personalized algorithm it shows us whether truths whatever truths we are searching for and that's dangerous we can create our own false reality when we're not fed a balance of what's truly going on in the world it's easy to forget that there's still so much to discover outside of our phones i'm grateful i have the ability to choose what i want to share one day i decided i wanted to be like Shade and prince i wanted to focus to be on my music because if my art isn't strong enough or meaningful enough to keep people in, interested and inspired, then I'm in the wrong business. My music, my films, my art, my message, that should be enough. That's the page that everybody should be taking from Beyonce, the page you took from Sade and Prince, and who was trying to do do whatever possible to keep your mental. Like, I don't think people understand I mean, that. Yeah, we don't, we don't. Do yeah, whatever, yeah. protect but your like, mental. social media is ruining our mental. Yeah. We don't even recognize it. No. I love the part where she said that you can find your own truth. That's yeah. the most deadliest, dangerous yep. thing out there. <laughs> you can just keep on hunting till you yeah. find somebody. Yeah. yeah, you agree with me. I knew I was yeah. right. And that's the scariest thing when it comes to revealing the truth. If you can search for your truth in anything... That's the you will never you will never you're not wrong you're not wrong yeah. you're always right. <laughs> Eminem to play FBI informant Richard White Boy Rick. Didn't they already make this movie? No, he's gonna do it in Fifty Cent's Black Mafia Family, because you know Big Meech and I can't remember Big Meech brother. I apologize. It's from Detroit, uh, and that's where they started at before they went down to Atlanta. But White Boy Rick was like in his twenties, and Eminem is damn near fifty, and they're like, we're gonna use the de aging, and I'm like. Um, I mean, it was not that great of an actor. I mean, eight ball was cool, but that was autobiographical, bi- biographical. Eight mouse. Yeah, Didn't they use oh. that in the Mandalorian with old dude? Oh, with uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> 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 I mean, I thought you were gonna go with uh, the Irishman. They did it with like Al Pacino, or Robert De Niro. I can't remember which one. Uh-huh. Um, I heard, I heard that Raising Canaan is good, but I don't care how good it is. I'm not a prequel person. And I know how all I know how it ends, so I don't care how I. I and when Kanan got out of jail, Howard was never as to me the writing wasn't a strong point, to where I was fascinated with that universe. That world felt so small to me. I'm like, man, he went. To, remember, he went out of town once to try to kill a girl on yeah. roller skates. That was it. I'm like, man, y'all made yeah, New York feel so small. You want to watch like because I don't really care. Like I watched Raising Kanan, but uh, it's not. It's okay, but it's like you want to get to the point where they get to, you know, Ghost and and Tommy. Yeah, and that's not who I, I think that's going to come probably like third season. That's not going to come in the first season. So then, therefore, it's going to take a while to even get to. They got they're going to have us in here forever trying to watch it. So y'all think Ghost going to show up or Donda going to drop? Yo, you made me find you see how Sarah's still thirsty for Donda. She's like, y'all want to yeah, go? Y'all want to go? Y'all want to go to Chicago? 
with that uh with the Delta Supersonic out there. Crazy. Supersonic. Supersonic. I'm just tired of Donda. Yo, uh, fam. <laughs> I just don't want to. I don't even want to talk about it no more. So I for those to go away, I just wanted to die. For those die. in the Chicagoland area, or if you in Detroit, you in the Midwest, close to here, and it's like five to four hour drive. He gonna be at Soldier Field next Thursday, the twenty sixth. That's what it is. Yeah. If y'all want to hear another version of Donda, <laughs> it better be the finished version. Nah, I don't think so. When uh, is it supposed to come out? Now? Never. February thirty first. Okay, that's there you good. Go. I'll be looking forward to that. Maybe if I tell you, me and Sarah watched MTV Cribs. There's a new one. Yeah, uh, Big Sean and TJ who? TJ Lavin. It's Big. It's Big. Big Sean still with Janae, right? Yeah. Yeah, but then want to pretend like he not with Janae. He was like, uh, "Y'all can't go in my bedroom because that's for me and." Uh, and I said, "What? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Do we still want to see people's houses? No. We, uh, it, 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 that's uh, this didn't this didn't mean to be a theme, but social media has ruined cribs. It was especially think about when lifestyles of the rich and famous came out. Man, poor people were so far from rich people. That was just like science fiction when Robin yeah. Lee came on your screen. And then uh, we had MTV Cribs. We were still like, oh, that's dope. When social media came out, we're like, man, these dudes show us their house every other second. We know exactly what people they get. They get excited when they buy the house. They show it to us. Like, oh, so, oh, so did you like the house or did you have some like? Oh, his house was nicely. De- uh, the, the, the decor, as they say, was it was nice. He what was bought, it at? He bought the house from, LA, uh, somewhere. from Slash. Slash. So he had like a nightclub in the basement. And slash from Gunners and Roses for them. We, we, you know, most people, some of you yeah. don't know. Um, uh, yeah, he had the nightclub down in the in the in the basement. He had fitness. He had area. A, fa- a faucet that made alkaline water. Yeah, that was dope. I thought that was. He had a machine that's connected to it to get alkaline water. I wonder what was in his fridge that he didn't want to show us. It's like because most people think if y'all notice this, I'll be paying attention. Most people would believe like, oh, he didn't have no food. I think some of these people come off with that holier than thou. Oh, my body's a temple. And he probably had like some meat and processed food in there. He didn't want to show nobody that. Probably like Beyonce pop. never shows you yeah. what she eats. Some Only pop, time yeah. y'all hear about Beyonce's diet is when she goes on a vegetarian diet. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't pay. If the, mo- the more moment she puts up what she eats, if it's like a steak or some fried chicken or something, people go, oh my but God, I can't believe it. it's true for themselves. It's really weird. Like whatever that somebody we, Beyonce already we said worship. she likes Popeye's chicken. Yeah, she got that yeah. that code that card. They yeah, got but a that, card? that was years ago. They got yeah. a card. Is that like the Burger King card? Yeah, but you you got to be a certain person, that, and it, it grants you free Popeyes wherever you go. What the heck? Why do rich people get to eat for free? Because you want you want the you want the free Starbucks wherever you go. That's what that's you want. yeah. Oh my goodness, that'd be lovely. Who had you. the Starbucks in the uh, Tyrese had it? Yeah. Um. Tyrese had one, and um, yeah. what's that rocker do? That was buried to Pamela Anderson. Tommy, Tommy Lee? Lee, he had he what had that Tommy too. Lee? I asked what Pamela Anderson Lee was doing like last week, didn't I? No, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't ask us. Asked what happened to her? Like she just disappeared. She got a movie. Well, she don't have a movie, but they're doing a movie on Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson during the sex tape era. Oh my gosh, what the hell was that before? But didn't they already construct that Cribs was fake? Like yeah. with the but older is, episodes, yeah, yeah. yeah they were they were basically yeah. rentals. So yeah. why are they trying to redo this? I don't know. I forgot to mention the Big Chris mixtapes are on the streamings, but um, if you want the real version, just go to that piff. <laughs> so yeah, some, yeah. Of the, some of the samples didn't get to get cleared. He had to redo 12 for 12 with new beats and stuff like that. I would try to get – and somebody said that uh, – I did see that the new 12 for 12 is kind of dope, but I would like to keep both because I do have the old 12 for 12. Uh, we can – did anybody listen to Watch the Throne? Re-listen to it, Sarah probably didn't. Made it oh, I did. Yeah, I did. That's fire. It it aged amazingly. You know what my new favorite song on that one song what? is? That's my bitch. Yep. That shit That's goes so hard, man. Yeah. That when it comes, it's like a little house. It was like Kanye telling us, like, I'm, I might do some house shit later on. Yeah. That shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, let's go. Like, shoot. <laughs> I was like, this shit dope. They wrote the beat well. Oh, and I misremember that album. I remember when it dropped. It's the only album I ever bought on iTunes because it was on iTunes first. And we were we was up in the middle of the night and I was like, yo, watch the throne drop. I bought it. We sat there and listened to it. And I remember the album starting off slow. And I'm like, oh, it picked up right after, uh, you know, Niggas in Paris. But then when I re-listened to it, I'm like, 
No, it starts off with uh, No Church in the Wild, and then it goes yeah. into Lift Off, which Lift Off is cool. But uh, then it just you know niggas in Paris, Otis and uh, what you mean? What you what you mean? I got I got it. Oh, I love that song, man. What's yeah. up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, motherfucker? Where my money at? <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, uh, yeah. That and then what was um? You know what sounds different now? The song where they talk to their kids, and Kanye was like, "I might have them be Republican." So all the white people, I said, bro, you were supposed to do that for Saint. Why'd you do all that shit? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I want to let him do telethon. He's like, I want to have an easy life, not a Yeezy life. I was like, damn, that was some self-reflection. And then you made your life even harder after that shit. Like, what is you doing? What was your favorite joints on there? Sarah, Manny Fontaine, y'all chime in. No Church of the Wild was dope for me. Amazing. Um, Because remember, I I went. the deluxe when they get on the Curtis Mayfield beat. That was was hard. Yeah. I always play that. I remember listening to that album because somebody automatically uploaded it to YouTube that night. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. thanks for that, fam." And also, I went it's to the concert. Moment, yeah. Oh yeah, remember? I remember you. T- I learned that you went to the concert, and uh, I knew about them doing niggas in Paris like fifty eleven times. And I was like, "When did you leave?" Like, After the third time, I was like, "F this." Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to get out the parking lot, fam. They can stay there. And oh listen. yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. It's so uh, funny hearing pre John and Sarah moments. That's so fucking funny. Like, you know, like oh, I remember heard that, but this. like that's hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious to me, man. This Nicki Minaj situation. The one with her and her husband. Yeah, being sued for threatening. Yo, man, why are you threatening someone from almost thirty years ago? What is okay? Well, so Nicki Minaj and her through. husband Kenneth Petty have been named defendants in a lawsuit brought against them by Jennifer Hugh. The woman who Petty assaulted in 1994 when they both were 16 years old. The lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court in Eastern New York alleges a pattern of harassment by Minaj and Petty, including reaching out to Ho directly, or Hugh, I don't know, it's H-O-U-G-H, offering her large sums of money via proxies and sending people to her house announced, I guess I meant to say unannounced, which eventually led her to move out of her home. I think she's moved like three times now. Um... This doesn't make any sense. And then it's that's another thing. It's one of those, Nikki, you made this mess. And I'm not saying people don't deserve a second chance, but you got listen, that brother gotta be like, hey, I made a mistake, or I th- I thought it was this way, blah, blah. I want to put this behind me. Uh, yo, reach out and be like, yo, I'm sorry, but and leave it alone. Why are you like doing more? And plus he gotta have the foresight to be like, yo, if Shorty don't fuck with me and I'm going to get with somebody who got money. She could turn around and do some blah, blah, So let me just, you know, fall back. It's cool. Like, look, I'm not going to burden your life. And I don't know yeah. what's going on. I know Nikki just, oh, she dropped that. Wow. What did she just recently? Bia? Might have been Bia. Oh, that remix? Yeah. But I mean, she was, and she dropped the, she dropped the, she re-released the mixtape on the streaming service. Looks like she was prepping for something. But this ain't, this ain't time to roll out. Like now you got to, you got to fall back. Because this is hot. You got, and, and, and public opinion is not on your side. I, like I don't, I'm not a Barb, so I don't know if the Barb's like him, or they just like we like Nikki. Like I you remember, know what? I'll say this about dude though, he real quiet. He's not trying to come in and like take over her career and be all like, you need to do this and you need to do that. I mean, she had a baby. She's she's kind of quiet herself now too, but I don't think she's had to change her style or anything like that. No, no. Um. While we stand on legal, Tory Lanez, a prosecutor, has ruled that he violated a protective order that stated he had to stay 100 yards away from Megan Thee Stallion when he performed alongside the baby as a surprise guest at the Rolling Loud Music Festival. Uh, prosecutors, prosecutors have filed a motion to hold the rapper in contempt. They are also pushing for his bail to be revoked or increased. If his bail is revoked, he could be jailed until the trial begins. His team is claiming that even though they were both at the festival, he stayed far away from Megan the Stallion. Why even risk it? Tor? He was in a costume though. <laughs> so they added some extra your hearts. Yeah. Yo, can we talk? Can we talk about what nobody cares about? And that's that Tory Lanez Cassidy battle. Like they you know, are really going back and forth. Don't nobody care about it. They going really back and forth. And I, I, heard I it like a seven minute. Yep, I saw that and I was like, why? Who's gonna listen to that? You know, the Cassie, only, one of my attention, you should have made that shit like 45 seconds. The only, the only long diss song I listened to was Games 300 Bars. And that shit was hilarious. He was mocking. Yeah, well, he, he, when he did his Lord Banks impersonation in his 50 Cent impersonation, mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> that was the game I loved. Um, 
What a, oh, you talk about this? It made me think about uh, Lupe Fiasco, who's still rapping his ass off. His new album is supposed to be called Illmatic, and he's already wrote a sequel to Murals, which is one of my favorite tracks from him. What did y'all think about Chris Martin, Barefoot Singing Pony? Get out of here, man. That was like that was like the version you hear at the country western bar. That was you know what? It reminded me of the hangover. Remember the end of Hangover? When they got to the wedding reception and the dude was like, Take me to the candy shop. But that was funny. This was trash. I'm like, yo, this should this should have been great. I thought it was funny with that wedding scene. They're all looking at it. I was like, why is he doing this? Yeah, he was like, he was yeah, I don't they were in the Hamptons, you know, rich people doing shit. They're like, let's add, let's take the seasoning off a of pony if if we could. <laughs> they took all the seasoning. They they white bread that shit up. Um, I guess we can just get into our, our well last bit of good news. It looks like De La Soul's catalog would be on streaming service by the end of the year. So let's uh let's do this. Let's do the bad. Oh no! And then Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears, look like he's going to be stepping down as a conservator. So that's good news for her. All right, now we got a long list of rest of uh, bad news. Eminem's wife Kim got um uh, had an attempted suicide. So thoughts and prayers to that. Like golly, yeah. uh, you forget about Kim. You know that. And here's the thing too. I saw you know Eminem fans being like half laughing i'm like yo they done reconciled he ain't never brought they've been cool they got they re- laugh? that's crazy because people because you know what people don't think people are people on social media they just think they're bots but they they grown think, up like i think i know you know how long ago that. that was yeah <laughs> but go ahead that's crazy yeah i was like uh that's what y'all want to do let's see let me let me see if i get the, the details on this before we go to the next sad story this is taking forever to load up one little page Here we go. According to TMZ, police and emergency workers responded to a call of a suicidal person at Kim's home in Michigan on July 30th. When authorities arrived on the scene, Kim was reportedly so combative that she had to be restrained by deputies. She was also violent, and as a result, paramedics were unable to check her vitals. She had cut herself. According to reports, she had several small lacerations on the back of her leg, and a significant amount of blood was on the floor. She was subsequently rushed for medical and psychological evaluation, but is now back at home recovering, according to the publication well i don't care about her and her association with eminem i mean it's more about her her daughter you know yeah even though her daughter yeah, is herself. older yeah. you know yeah. like her and eminem have been broken up it's more about her kid having to have your mom's suicide attempt be so public yeah yeah polo g's brother was killed you guys see that no. Yeah, so that's another. I kind of uh, wish you would have did the bad news first, and then you say the bad. Just say, before well, we I asked you, I asked y'all what y'all want to start off with. Me, like, I, didn't Nikki know you a, I didn't know you had a montage of bad news. Just, <laughs> you know, on the lowest we can low end it. He said, "Death, death, almost death, death, death." I guess it was. Uh, I guess it's just. It was his friend. I don't want to say Jesus. Rapture apology revealed his best friends. B Money, someone he's known since the Sandbox days, was shot and killed in Chicago over the weekend. Uh, the rapper's child star's childhood friend, B Money 1300, was shot and killed. According to reports, B Money had relocated to Los Angeles to avoid the pitfalls of street life in the Windy City. He returned home to an attend an event, but was tragically gunned down during his brief time in the city. Uh, pivot, squeak, squeak, pivot. Kevin, I'm upset because I. I wasn't familiar with this dude, but he was a he was a producer for Pivot Gang. Um, I, I really spelled this all the way wrong. Yo, how you? S Q U. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Squeak, member of West Side's hip hop collective Pivot Gang, shot dead at the age of twenty six. Uh, that was crazy. Um, Squeak, whose legal name was Javante Wheeler, and his uncle, 27-year-old Darian Hood, were shot to death Monday in the 
5000 block of West St. Paul Avenue. So I wasn't even familiar with Pivot Gang, but I seen when uh, I saw, I think the Tribe is a Chicago low, uh, publication. They posted it and saw interviews and how he was producing for people. I was like, "Oh shit! I, I I didn't know who this guy was." You know, when he's 26, I mean, I'm old, obviously I'm older there, but his music never even crossed over to me. Like it never gave him my circle. So that was sad. So in 2017, Squeak explained how he got into music. "Quote: I just got out of high school and I just started getting in trouble and end up on house arrest." His brother, a Pivot Gang member who goes by Fresh Waters, told him to go to the studio and work with Pivot Gang. And that's how, and now, 26 years old. Like, think about it. At 17, got into music. Nine years later, dead. Sad. Um, Chucky Thompson, legendary producer. Come on, man. We didn't even talk about this story. So he knew that. Jermaine knew this story had to come out. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've been reading about this. Uh, I thought, yeah. Chucky Thompson. Yeah. Once you look at all the stuff he did. Yeah. Amazing. And that's another thing, too, though, that I knew, I probably knew the name. Obviously, I knew the songs, but, like, uh, his, uh, New York Times did a thing on him and said he brought a range of musical influences uh, to bear on the tracks he helped create from Mary J. Blige to Notorious Big and so many others. I mean, and I think his was COVID-related. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He was a 53? Yeah, very young. Yeah, he showed his versatility with his work on Miss Blige's second album, My Life, and Notorious Biz's debut, Ready to Die, both released in 1994. The next year, he was a producer on almost all the tracks on Faith Evans' debut, Faith. Doesn't make any sense, man. Quote, he's a true musician and doesn't like to program heavily, just like me, Mr. Combs told Billboard in 1995, when the publication included Mr. Thompson in an article on, quote, the next crop of Hot Shots producers. Chucky has so many melodies in his head and produces from the heart. Is that it? I think that's all the bad news I had. All right, man. That's good. Well, thanks, John. Did you watch oh. that Don Cheetah uh, Kevin Hart interview? That was funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> Why, and, that's, that's, I wanted no. to say there when you said 53, but I was just like, that's, uh, that's not the right time. Yo, you know what doesn't work on me is I knew that was comedy for comedy's sake. Because I'm like, <laughs> but everybody was like, man, that was rude. And I was like, but look, no, the, the, I, th- I did see somebody say, like, uh, Don Tito has great comedic timing. Because what Don Tito does afterwards, like, he looks at him and then he puts yeah. his eyes down. He's like, oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, no. Because if you watch the whole interview, they've been doing this the whole time. And then when he did that, he fell into even like a, a greater pocket. I was like, yo, that was, that was amazing. Like, I had I watched the whole interview just because of that little spot. I said, I got to see this whole interview. Yeah. But thank you for bringing us to comedy because Damon Wayans wants to do a versus against Dave Chappelle. And I don't understand. I, How I, would so that I work? I thought about this, right? <laughs> I thought about this. <laughs> Go ahead. Like, I was like, are they going to roast each other? Or are they just going to do jokes? Are they going to sit around, smoke some cigars, and just, like, try to be out there? Yeah. Like, it, are you going to do 10? Because you got to do 10 jokes. <laughs> And then, or maybe, are you going to give, like, them a card, a note card of what, like, there's going to be a board and say, make a joke about babies. Yeah. Make a joke it, about I don't it, even I know, know if I would Damon put, Wayans? I wouldn't even put Damon Wayans in, like, my top 10 comedian. He wouldn't, but, but, but Damon Wayans is funny. He He's he funny. He's a funny actor, though. I don't, yeah, I can't remember. I've I'm not saying he's not a funny stand-up comedian, but I don't think that his stand-ups have been memorable. He might, you know, back in the day. When it was when HBO used to have the thirty minute stand up no, special we before they got Jeff Jam. No, 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 no. Right I okay. have. I'm telling y'all. When like David Wayans had one, Robin Harris had one. Oh yeah. Know, I'm talking about that one. That's 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 before Def Comedy Jam. I mean, but I, you trying to tell me to remember a joke from 30, 40 years ago? No, that's not gonna happen. I'm not gonna be able to remember. And then a joke. I want to say that he's out of shape. He I might mean, be. He might be. He might. I mean, listen to go for him though. That's what yeah. Listen, listen, I I admire it. But I also don't like when people do that because I'm like, that's that's not a win for Dave Dave Chappelle. That's a lose lose. If you, he beats you, he's supposed to. If he loses, you're like you lost to him. What the fuck going? It's like, what Dave Chappelle supposed to do with that? Yeah. But how would a how would y'all want a comedy versus to work? You want somebody to just put together clips? You know how you know what? I guess you know, what they have to do. They have to have they have to have three minute monologues. So they got to go live. They can't do yeah. they can't do like rappers and singers can do pull for their best. Because I thought to myself. Back in the day, and they still do this with blends, 
where mm-hmm. you would get a song where Tupac and Biggie are rapping over the same thing and then put it together as if they were rapping, they were they was on cue together. I was mm-hmm. like, could could you? You probably couldn't do that because I mean, I'm pretty sure the overlap would be David and Damon probably both talked about relationships. But that might be it. Like, has Damon got into politics or as deep as Dave goes on some topics? Yeah, probably I don't not. Hear them roasting each other because it's not that type of Dave Chappelle's not that type of comedic person. No. So it's just like you want to go jokes for jokes with him. That's gonna be pretty hard because Dave Chappelle shit is like it'll loop all the way around. Yeah. Yeah, what, so I, you, I saw. I was just like, "What do you call? What do you call this out for?" I saw Kevin Hart versus Cat Williams. Y'all want to see that one? Um, <laughs> That'd be interesting. It'd be That'd interesting, be but interesting. I still, right now, I feel like if Cat Williams didn't have that fall off, Kevin Hart wouldn't be where he is. Because if you look at it, Cat Williams yeah. was the well, better. He was in that position, but yeah, yeah he was. He, he was in that position before he messed up, and then uh, Kevin Hart was able to come along yeah, and just kind of soup it. Pick that, pick that ball up. But I'll be honest, I, I don't, I, I don't think Kevin Hart's stand up is funny. No, I, uh, me neither. No. I don't think his stand up is funny. I'd rather see Cat Williams versus like Eddie Griffin. Ooh, I like funny. that. I like that. Both of them brothers got the same kind of tone and cadence when it comes to comedy. Quick. Yeah. Uh, Chris Rock versus Dave. Y'all want to see that then? I mean, that'd be the only. I miss old Chris Rock. One. That that yeah. tambourine one, there was some moments in there, but it wasn't it wasn't like old Chris Rock. But that but to me, that's the but I think you should uh unfortunately it doesn't I would work love comedy. To see Patrice O'Neill against somebody if he was alive, man. Come on, you, all right, see? See Sarah? What? I, I we were talking about dead people and we we got to comedy and Jermaine brought it back to a dead person. Jermaine said, man, I'd love to see Red Fox. He's you know, if Red Fox Red came Fox out the grave, <laughs> Richard Pryor would be a beast. If Richard Pryor could do it versus... Whew. Uh, Eddie Murphy gets somebody. Yeah. Yeah, what happened with Eddie Murphy? Remember he was supposed to start doing stand-up and he had like oh, a deal you. with Netflix? Thank you for reminding me. Did yeah. y'all... Did, I think I tweeted... I either tweeted or I put in the... Oh, I think I just tweeted it. Silk Sonic, Silk Sonic album pushed back to January. Who gives a what? Wait, hold up. First of all, you January say, what year? Uh, 2020, uh, 2022. It's like a, it's like a Hey, movie, real, real quick with these artists, like summer is almost over, and they were making summer music, and I felt like, and I'm not gonna feel like skating in January. I'm gonna be like, oh, I gotta go home. I feel like we should protest, man. <laughs> I really do. Like, artists, these artists have. These long ass rollouts are ridiculous. But man. I think with Bruno Mars, I think his timing is off because he had to delay the residency. Now he's doing the residency, right? So, how yeah, is he going to sit there? It, it gives him more time in between tours. But I feel like they missed their window. This should have been that. Now, I think, I think Kanye and, and, and uh, Drake could get close to missing that window, too. Because, man, if this Delta virus. Drake very, is showing videos on his story showing him working out. Oh, yeah. I'm just right. like, bro. Speaking of which, too, you know what I don't like about how media work. I don't a lot of things I don't like like about media, but the media loves to do this move. Live Nation requires all concert goers to be vaccinated. That will be the headline, and then you click on it, and it'll say or a negative COVID test. But they don't put that in the headline, and they know most people just read the headlines and then they they react off that. But that's bullshit. I got be. I don't want to take it. I'm like or a negative test too, but they don't put that there. Just to piss y'all off. Just that's a pro tip. Stop mm. being pissed off at these headlines. I just don't understand the thoughts of like the vaccinating being bad for you. Oh, it's that like, Summer Walker. Summer Walker says, if you vaccinated, stay away from me. Yeah, Summer Walker's crazy, but she makes amazing <laughs> She makes amazing music, but she she's uh she does a lot of wild stuff. I um, miss what I miss when we didn't know shit about our celebrities. God yeah, I, like I, 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 I want I long for the days that. where uh Summer Walker's kid would have grown up and been like, My mom was weird. Really? What? Yeah, she do all sorts of weird shit to me. You know, I was like, oh man, that sucks. Your mom was making some great music. Now I just know, oh, this kid might be. Ain't she the up. one that just that only likes to take whole baths too, or something? Man, like we didn't, we didn't even oh, get this, to talk about white, bath. This white people in baths thing is going way too crazy. It's all over. <laughs> they, they, yo, they they, they say they don't take baths like how like how people brag about. Man, you know how much I spent on this car. I'm like, yeah. that, that's not a brag. <laughs> Is that a brag? <laughs> they're like, yo, and they're you... getting our favorite ones to do it too, like Ashley Kutcher. I was like, come on, bro, you have to do this. They just, I, I never listen. What happened to Shane? Then Coco, I miss, I miss uh, Shane. Ice tea girl said she doesn't take a shower that much. Man, I don't you know understand. She got all them crevices that sweat, and she talked yeah. about she and don't. She, and she, be, and she still breastfeeding her child. I don't want to suck no dirty titty. Like, stop yeah. that. I don't even understand these. A woman saying she breastfeeding a five year old. Those motherfuckers got teeth. Like that yeah. is not yeah. gonna be a great feeling. 
But back to this whole like all them crevices and not taking a shower, like places sweat. I just don't understand that. Can you imagine even, if, even if when you wanted to? Like, yeah. Like, Yo, I told Sam, I was like, be, you could be still all day. This is my thing, they're though. Gonna, they're gonna sweat. My question is, do they wash their clothes? And if so, why? How are your clothes dirty, but you didn't get dirty? I bet you that's, see, that's <laughs> that's the cheat code. They wash it and they throw some unstoppables in the laundry. Don't take a shower. Wear these nice smelling clothes. Shit, you don't know the difference. You know, that, yo, that's the flex. They got access to clean water and won't use it. Ooh, yeah, first world problem. That's a flex right there, man. Yeah, that is. Hey, what, like, how does Ice-T feel about this? Oh, he loved that woman. Like, he does, but man, put that out there. It's just like. I just don't understand that, like. People be like, just like using the bathroom, be like, oh, it's in my ass. It I like how matter. The Rock said, I wash my ass. I, yo, I, I should go find that clip of the Williams Brothers where they was like, don't be mad because I like to keep clean my ass. Walking around yeah. using lotion. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that episode of Jerry Springer was hilarious. I love that. And that's on HBO Max. I should go look for that one. Yeah. That one, uh, I think I'm going to watch the Williams Brothers all the way out because I haven't. I know they don't end with the ending story, yeah. but I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah, the the, the ending of Wayne Brothers happens in a scary movie. There we go. When he's stabbing <laughs> him, like it didn't even get a final episode. I was like, this shit was hilarious. All right, anything else before we get out? Yo, um, my bad. Let me. Oh, gr- Cameron with the one uh, The one one. That shit was hilarious. That, man, that was fucking hilarious. He said you stab Brandy. Brandy was ignoring him because she <laughs> know he a nut. First of all, they both Aquarius. Thirty-three. 44, 55. You, you, you know it should be 41. It should be 41. Jermaine is still having this shit. This is hilarious. Because I've never even thought about that. But it's funny where his mind goes, though, man. 21. Oh, man. Oh, the v- is the VMAs this week or next week? It's next week, right? It's the last Sunday of the month. Next week, VMAs. We ain't going to be able to watch it. We got a cookout to go to. What's it about? White people. There we go. We're, did you what, reserve? Did no, did you? No, I'm just gonna show up. No, don't do that. I don't need the. I don't need the, don't need the Asian to be looking down. Said, did you what? RSVP? Yeah, you got to. You got to do it by the 20 seconds, so you still can do it. Whose is it? It's the. It's our. Uh, our, our, our. Our subdivision is doing it. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure you can just show up. <laughs> oh, it's your subdivision. Yeah, but uh. Oh, but the, y'all, y'all RSVP. Y'all still got time, so go ahead and do it. That's why I was like, just just RSVP, man. You know, we don't want them people looking at you crazy. Oh, it's a big day tomorrow, holiday. What's tomorrow? Well, it's the first day of school. Oh, she uh, went today. No, she went today, fam. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, for real? Yeah. Hey, real quick. You cried? No, well, I was a little sad because she was standing there. And then uh, <laughs> tell me why Melissa didn't want no gym shoes. She just wanted to wear Converse. So then I take her to the women's section at Foot Locker. And I'm like, well, listen, you just got to pick out some shoes, like just some gym shoes. You got to have support, you know. And she's looking around, you know, like the women's section is all colorful, white, pink, you know, things like that. Melissa's like those shoes right there, like no thought whatsoever. Black shoes. Just give me those. And they end up being some of the dopest shoes on the, th- yeah, on she the shelf. Adidas and MD. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll, leave y'all, I'll leave y'all with this. If y'all was wondering about Amber Rose. She um, voices her frust- her relationship frustration. Quote, we weren't. I'm tired of getting cheated on. We live in a day where people love to broadcast their L's. <laughs> Yo, maybe it's you then, Amber. <laughs> maybe it's you. Maybe it's you, man. Uh, she oh, put this screen. We'll, we'll, we'll end with this. Y'all ain't got to reply. We'll, we'll end with this. I'm tired of getting cheated on and being embarrassed behind the scenes. All 12 of y'all bums, the ones that I know of, there's probably more, can have them. Yo, he got 12 women? What time? You got Nick Cannon time. Y'all very well, much she new. she said the last 12 men she dated. No, no, no. She said all 12 of you bums. Y'all can have them. How was he keeping a number like that's that? What, listen, y'all very much knew he was in a relationship with that baby, and y'all decided to fuck him anyway. So what? Listen, I said that I preached this today I die. The only people that got to respect your relationship are the people in the relationship. Don't ask. I can't ask nobody else to respect this relationship to fuck him anyway. I saw all the texts and DMs. He's sloppy as fuck. Y'all were well aware, but y'all don't owe me any loyalty, so it's whatever. But you decided to bring it up. I can't. Be, I wonder how many times. When did he start cheating? When she got that forehead tattoo? Remember that shit? 
He was like, man, I can't be with this broad. Well, first of all, she was dating a dude that looked like he could be her brother. So he was cheating. He was cheating. Listen, I just want women to know this. <laughs> he had cheated habits before he got there. Like, yo, it's not like, it's not like, yo, you a no, robber. It's not no. like somebody makes you a robber. You were a robber before you got here, man. Listen, like, she said, I've been so loyal, transparent, but I haven't gotten the same energy in return. I never say the girls' names because I'm not in the business of ruining lives. But y'all know who y'all who cares? As as for him, ruin their lives though. Yeah, as for him, the lack of loyalty and disrespect is ridiculous, and I'm done, mother. Yo, she been real quiet lately. I'm glad but you're not done because you have a child with him, so you got the rest of your life with that man. Uh, she finishes by saying, I'm tired of being mentally and emotionally abused by people that I love. I've been suffering in silence for a long time, and I can't take it anymore. That's why I've been so quiet. See, sir, she is. Well, that sucks, I've though, been a shell of who... That's a real thing. And God bless her, you know, like, yo, it sucks getting cheated on. I've been... Man I've been or a, woman. Yeah, I've been a shell of who I used to be, but I refuse to let anyone damage me anymore, family or not. Yo, then she bisexual, just date a woman. Maybe it'll be something different for you. I don't think... I think she. I think she's sexually attractive woman. She ain't romantic. Too, like, I, she's chance, yeah. That ain't gonna change the narrative. Like, women be acting like women don't cheat. Like... <laughs> yeah. Like... Women, let's be be like you know what it's 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 not it's not as easy but the best thing about being a lesbian is nobody cheats <laughs> it's all good over here yeah yeah uh that's it man at one and only at kicks of coffee at manny fontaine at studio flow pod until next time that album is not gonna be out peace peace